December 31st, 2022. It's the Watt for Pedro Show.
Pedro show. Happy Saturday. Uh, start off the show with Tinkle Tinkle. No, Trinkle Tinkle. Fucked up. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you can tell I'm not man alone, people, right? We'll get to that. But this was uh, live at the five spot, 1957, the year I was born. And uh, only smoke with John Coltrane. And Solar Wimp after that was sowing the s- seeds of dumb. And like I said, not man alone, because of those Estonian uh, software engineers with their Skype invention. Mark Kimbrell, welcome aboard, all the way from Alhambra. All right, happy to be here. California Connect. Okay, big respect to Stephen B. Bono for, uh, bringing the, for making the Connect and bringing it aboard, truly. Please, Mark, please bring your uh, earliest musical recollection. Oh, man, yep, my... I have one, like one single memory from when I was like three or four years old. Uh, like I'm like sitting on the couch with a playing with like a little like handheld FM radio, like the yeah. size of a Walkman, and like I don't know how it works. I'm just spinning dials, and then all of a sudden, like it clicks on a station, and and uh, that song "Walk Like an Egyptian" comes on. And, Bangles. And I'm like, Whoa! Yeah, yeah. And that like blew my mind as like a four-year-old they were the bangs when they first came out the bangs and then they changed it change bass players and change well they modified it right because they just added some letters yeah i think an l and an e okay Okay. they had to to make a little more family friendly i don't know i always thought it was the hair because they were part of this thing that was going on here in socal with uh they called it Paisley Underground, and these people kind of, you know, there was a lot of p- parts of the movement that got into, like, kind of a Halloween thing. So you'd have rockabilly, and you'd have mods, and you'd, that was Paisley, right? Like some, Of course, it was in the, at that time, so it was just, that's why I said it's more like Halloween. But it's always Halloween. That's why yeah. I like Halloween. That's what we do in a minute. <laughs> so, okay, first record you bought with your own money. The first record I bought with my own money was, it was like a Beatles compilation. Uh, actually, no, that was my parents' money. First record I bought with my own money, I remember I went to like the, the music store at the mall and I had heard, somewhere I had heard uh, uh, a P-Funk song. Um, uh, I had heard something from Mothership Connection and, you know, I didn't know the the name of the songs so i went into the 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 record store and i was like you guys have that song we want the funk <laughs> you know? yeah, they, the, they didn't know what i was talking about <laughs> well, there is a song that's the title yeah and they're all, yeah, yeah, coming yeah, out of the spaceship yeah yeah give up the funk yeah and uh yeah. they could they couldn't help me so i ended up with uh i ended up with a cassette single of uh cnc music factory this, you know, this is like 1990 ish you know everybody dance <laughs> yeah yeah so you know i was probably like 10 11 years old and it had that like midi guitar sound that was like... angular uh angular kind of rhythm you know really it, it, it reminded me of herbie hancock's uh 
what was that rocket rocket yeah yeah, yeah. real real yeah. Right. <laughs> and then like the weather girl lady, right? Everybody yeah. dance. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what what about the pad you grew up? Where'd you grow up? Uh I grew up in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Okay. Was the pad you were in? Here we go. Was the pad you were in have musical instruments? Um yeah, a little bit. You know, it had a had a piano. Uh my older brother did play guitar. Did you have to go through the piano lesson thing? Um, man, you know, my my mom tried to tried to get me into piano lessons yeah. when I was like young, and like I I wouldn't do it. I didn't I didn't want to do it. Um, well, you know, pianos are percussive. You know, they they used to be in the rhythm section. I I know, you know, when I think back on that now, I'm like, man, that was my first major musical mistake. Uh, <laughs> right, you're kind of like counting on these, or you, think, or you can think of it as buttons, and every note's got a button. Okay, but uh, and your brother had a guitar. He's older brother. Did you jump on that? Yeah, I mean, not not really. Like, I kind of, I kind of was like always just drawn to the drums, like from the get go. Well, what, um, let me ask you about school. Were you in the marching band or the choir or shit like that? Um, I did like the the school band in middle school. You know, like uh, they they did the thing where like you know in elementary school they go through and like you like test the instruments and they tell you what you're going to play and i got i got on trumpet for the first year Whoa. and then then you know which which you know i, which I liked you, i liked well enough you didn't uh, want to be like uh like playing the kick drum in the marching band or the or you no know, the best was the, the three toms right yeah that's yeah, what everybody that, that, wanted right the three that, toms no the so, inner city was, schools here what what you know we were in the same league as them so downtown Manual Arts and Locke, Washington, Fremont. And these guys had bands that were like kicking ass with the drum parts. I mean, major, major. Uh, uh, and, and it seemed like the dudes really went with it. It's like three toms on a rack. Yeah. And they go around on a rack. This is bitching. But kick, yeah. I mean, it all goes together. It's like, it's like a parted out trap kit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to, there was a... The guy, the guys like goofing around, like in in you know in in band class, they'd like they'd set it up like that. Where one guy would like hold the like suspended cymbals like hi hats, so the guy yeah. would play the snare and those at the same time. Another guy would play the kick drum, and uh, you know, yeah, try to like actually urinals, play like, like rock stuff on it. I don't know, if you know it. about the urinals, but they were a band from the seventies. Urinals? Yeah, here at SoCal, West Side, and uh, I think they went to UCLA. And uh, but they, after the urinals, they made a band. Two of them made a band called Radwaste, and they parted out the drum. One was on tom, one was on kick, one was on snare. And, you know, tri tripped out. That's know, cool. In, in a rock band, you know. Yeah. They had like five, four or five of the people were were the drum set, and then there was a bass and a guitar. <laughs> a trippy radways. So let's let's get back to your thing. Uh, so you're on the trumpet, but you say you, you got interested in drums. Is this before you got on the trumpet? Um, yeah, I I I wanted to I'd wanted to play drums, but like you know, I guess they needed a trumpet player. So I spent like like all of the first year kind of looking over my shoulder at the guys in the drum section at the back, being like, "That's where I want to be." Uh, so then after that, I was able to switch. You know, I just went to the band director. I was like, look, I really want to do this. And, you know, he was... Oh, because know. 
if you could do like an end run and just get a drum set and make noise at your house. <laughs> I, had, I, had to go, I had to go the, the, the legit route first. After, yeah, okay. after I switched then, then my parents were like, all right, if you're doing that, then, 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 uh, then they finally got a drum kit for the house. And, uh, and like, who were you looking up to? Um, did you take lessons? I, I did after well the at the school there's instruction of course yeah so 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 there's a school and then uh you know I got the drum kit and kind of like the 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 first kind of like like hero drum hero for me would be Mitch Mitchell yeah because um, and you know so so I got the drum kit and started uh you know that that quote by from Jimi Hendrix he goes Mitch Mitchell that he, that's my uh, Elvin Jones. Right, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know who Elvin Jones was at the time, but okay. uh, yeah, in re in retrospect, yeah, yeah for there, sure. There's some songs that are hilarious. You know, I, mean, I dig it big time, but like "Stand Next to Your Fire." Yeah, he's like play, showing you everything he knows. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, Ronnie yeah. saw him, the Stooges guitar player. Yeah, because they come in through yeah the England bands coming through Canada at Windsor there. Detroit that played Dan Arbor. He said there was only like 100 people at the slow club and no one would come to the front of the stage so he walked up there. He said Jimmy had a marching band kind of jacket on. He said Mitch Mitchell had a, a bucket on each side of him. One, one, one had beers and the other one he was puking in every couple of tunes. Oh my God. In between. Yeah. That's what he told me. <laughs> yeah. So, so okay, what about the thing Oh no! First gig you saw? First gig I saw, like the first, uh, the very first gig I saw would have been uh, my uncle's band when I was like, would have been like on summer vacation when I was a kid down in Louisiana. Um, okay. So like my my mom, like my mom's brothers, like she's got a bunch of musician brothers, and uh, so first thing I saw would have been one of his one of his things, which would have been like. Um, they were like doing like kind of like Hank Williams kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, and I remember going and being excited, and I got there, and then there was no drummer. It was just with a drum machine, and then I was bummed. Whoa, uh, drum machine! <laughs> Hank Williams with a drum machine. Yeah, yeah. What about this? After, not after school, graduate, but after school in the afternoon, and garage band, basement band, bedroom band. Did you get into that? Oh yeah, yeah. So like, pretty much right after I got the got the drum kit, uh, these uh, these other two kids from school that were guitar players. Uh, see, this guy James Ripley and this other guy Zach Maples. And, and um, where, where'd you set up? We set up because um, it's usually it, it, at the drummer's it, pad, right? Um, it, it was. I think first time was at one of the guitar players' houses in, okay. in, in his basement. Um, but the setting up, tearing down, setting up, tearing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so we yeah we did that, and those those two guys were super into Jimi Hendrix. So wow. that's so so they were learning all those tunes, and then I was you know that, you guys were doing like that's what me and Dee Boone did uh, learned off records. Were you composing? Uh, not not really at the time, you know, like uh like the very the very first kind of time we jammed, like you know, we're just they're just playing, you know. As I remember it now, it's probably like two chord riffs because you know none of us had ever, ever played as a group with anybody before, 
And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, man, we're a band. That, that, let's do this. Let's, vamp let's, on, uh, let's write music. Uh, uh, my favorite things but, is just two chords. Yeah. Funhouse yep. is one chord. TV is one chord. You know, they make fun of Ramon's three chords. And some of the songs have one chord. Lime in the Coconut, right? Harry Nelson. Oh, um, yeah. Look, you gave me uh, some more Solar Wimp. Uh, triumphant Snooze. Oh, yeah. Let's play it. Oh, 
As I walked out one morning In the springtime of the year I overheard a maiden Likewise a soldier did They sang a song together Made the valleys for to ring And the birds on the spray and the meadows gay Proclaim the lovely spring And if I had my way to go Along with you I'd stay But the queen she does want soldiers And I must sail away But it's lovely on the water To hear the music play They both shook hands and parted That they might meet once more For there's one above does garden Where cannons loudly roar Oh, there's many the mother's darling Was taken on the main And it's in this dreadful battle Many thousands will be slain Oh, Tower Hill is crowded With women weeping sore For their husbands, sons and sweethearts Gone to face the cannon's
for Pedro show. I've done it now. 21, 21 years, seven months. Wow. Pedro show. Yeah. Only 21 years, seven more months to go. Yeah. Oh, I, love, I love doing it. People, that chunk of music started off with Solar Whip doing Triumphant Snooze. Then uh, Spot. Spot's the guy who produced the old records for uh, SST. Black Flag, Husker Do, Meat Puppets, Minute Man, Saccharine Trust, Descendants. You know, he plays uh, bluegrass and stuff, so these are uh, his, uh, right, there's a tradition, they like have standards in this tradition. This. Uh, Humor's a Garlic, slash Old as the Hills, slash Ryan's Jig. Then uh, the Shovel Dance Collective with part two from their new album. It's got four parts. Trippy. Francesco Fusaro and Fros, little collab here. Vagahalaya Omaggio AEM. And so, yeah, scoozy for fucking up everybody's language, including my own. Then <laughs> Solar Whip with Totter's Torture. Okay. So. That with this, with these Jimmy guys, were you guys? Uh, did you have a name? Did you do gigs, or was it just a prac band? No, we never made it out of the out of the basement. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's what we did too. So, uh, and uh, what, what's that? Why now? After school, do you want to like do music uh, more in the institutional way? Um. So, so, so after like after high school, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, so like after that, uh, you know, I was, yeah, I was, you know, music was really, that was the thing I wanted to do. So uh, came out West, um, you know, went to went to Musicians Institute for a while, got got started in a band. Where is that? Uh, is that in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just, but so. just came out blind, just got, went for it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, like Bob Lee, you know, he. Lambertsville, New Jersey, and uh, just puts his drums in the station wagon and looks for bands in the Recycler. Remember that thing came out? Came oh out, yeah, 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 yeah. Recycler was 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 still around in those days. It's a shift. Yeah, all my stuff came from there. There was no yeah. internet yet and stuff. Yeah, all my cars, all my music stuff, everything. God, That's cool. Be seventy five cents. It's come out on Thursdays. Right. So, uh, yeah, so. While you're out here doing uh, the education, do you get in some bands? Um, yeah, yeah. So I started playing in bands pretty much, pretty much right off the bat. You know, in retrospect, probably too soon. I probably should have like focused more energy on the education um, rather than you know just trying to like you know. I mean, I was I was 19 years old, so coming from a small town to LA and like playing in bands, I was like, all right. You know, I'm here, I'm doing it. Um, and then, you know, after, after, I mean, a year and a half when that, that first band just kind of crashed and burned, Yeah. you know, I was like, oh shit, you know, like I could, I could have used this time. Uh, I could have invested this time a little better in myself. They um, say that youth is wasted on the young. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, you know uh, what I mean? Cause you're, you're learning while you're doing so. I think every, everybody's like that when they look black, back. Yeah. About stupid yeah. things. 
But believe it or not, older people do stupid things too. <laughs> <laughs> the, the older I get, the more the more I'm aware of that. <laughs> less younger, less younger. The yeah. less younger you get. So these bands, they were bands you joined, so you were kind of side mouse. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. was some that you started and you would like to live in material. You know, to me, part of the future is drummers that are composers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you see... You see uh, Cliff Martinez, yeah. uh, with these uh, soundtracks he does and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a handful of like uh, drummers that have kind of moved into like uh, the cinematic thing. Barrett Martin. Uh, yeah, because I think that they, you can like kind of paint an audio picture kind of thing with the, the, all the little loops and little percussion little embellishments and stuff yeah yeah but maybe so and so, it's just the idea of the drummer is got to be stupid or uh, you know all these cliches and stereotypes it's just chico hamilton if you know he couldn't get songwriting credit right, the notes right. just are shorter i mean everybody's playing little rhythms Mm-hmm. Maybe Paganini. I mean, he went about 150 notes without repeating. But most people are doing a little rhythm, so we're all like little drummers. I think. In fact, I've come to this understanding with the bass: four-string guitar note, four-string drum set. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, proof in point: there's a Fender makes this a baritone guitar. You know, it's tuned an octave lower, just like the bass is, but because of littler strings. You don't have the punch, and that punch shows you there's a percussive element. I think, but then you know I think guitar is is percussion. You know you start splitting the hairs on that stuff. I wonder, you know. Yeah, I think because there's different ways. There's different ways of doing it. You know, I heard that uh, Le- Levon Hell would get up to play mandolin, and Richard Manuel would get up on the drums. And... Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the band. That, that yeah. Shit. yeah. So, uh, what, where is Solar Wimp come in this period? Um, so, soon after. Um, so like, uh, so yeah, kind of that first band I just kind of like joined as like you know, the the drummer that that fizzled out and then uh, kept playing with a couple of those guys and stuff in you know in, in another project and I was kind of I was actually kind of more driving that along. And then, uh, you know, then I met up with uh, with with Solar Wimp with Rune and Jeremy, um, kind of a couple years after that. Um, so you're you're, that, you're saying Solar Wimp was actually existed before you joined? It did, yeah, okay. yeah. And look, they, look, uh, I gotta tell you, we're gonna have to continue this very interesting saga because <laughs> at the end of the first hour of the oh, shit. what is it? Uh, Last year of 2022, December 31st, special guest, Mark Kimbrell. Hold tight for our two. December 31st, 2022, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. <laughs> you want to take a five? You want to take five? No. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, All right. This is a ten more wraps.
Pedro Show, start off the second hour with Ain't Shit But Borrowed Molecules. Smog. Did you pronounce that right? Yeah. Okay. Smog. And uh, after that, Almighty Op with uh, Pulling Myself Through. Thomas Prendon after that. From Forward, Backward, Mixed Down Number Two. Dream Interpretation number 18 from Roger Clark Miller. He's the Mission in Burma, one-third. And then Ert Smog again with Bright Empty Future. Okay, let's continue where you left off. These two guys have this band called Solar Wimp. Yeah, yeah, so that that started a... a... And how'd you find them? Uh... Craigslist. Okay, uh, so, so the internet version of the recycler. Yeah, I, told, I, I put an ad up there, just you know, saying I was a, I was a drummer looking for available, you know, looking for something. Yeah, and uh, they have you try out. Um, yeah, kind of. Um, so yeah, I kind of got together with the with Jeremy, the guitar player, a couple times, and you know that it, you know things clicked pretty quick, and. You know, then you know. I think probably like the third time we got together, he's like, "Hey, man, if you if you want if you want to do it, you're you're in." So, uh, just jumped on in. Okay, and then uh, you had they, they had a set already, or were they still putting it together? I mean, what they, was what was their history? Um, so so it's a pretty pretty long history. It had, it had started as a as a duo with, between. Uh, Jeremy Kerner, the guitar player and singer, and uh, this other drummer, Corey Flanagan, who's super good drummer. He they had both moved out here to L.A. from Peoria. Peoria. Uh, My it, ma grew up her teenage years. Right on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, but it's people. It's about two hundred miles south of Chicago. Yeah. Okay, so they had that, and then when they went through all these evolutions. Yeah, so now, yeah. Do you remember yeah. your first gig with him? First gig with him. Oh man. Oh shit! But I'm trying to trying to. I, How long was it? How long were you practicing before you did your first gig? It's a trio, right? Yeah, it's a trio. It was probably like. It was probably a few months, um, not not super long because they they are they had a ton of material, um, so it was uh it was it was mostly just me coming up to speed. Yeah, but what you didn't learn at all, right? You learned enough for set. Yeah, okay. yeah, and they were kind of 
you know, they were sort of trying to uh, figure out what, you know, what, what, what they wanted to do moving forward, what they wanted to kind of just kind of like leave behind as the history. Oh, you um, didn't have to pretend you were like the last drummer. Okay. They wanted no. to evolve the band. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so did you so, get yeah. involved with the songwriting stuff? Um, not, not tremendously. Like, like, like Jeremy is like a song creation machine. So he'll like, he'll, he'll, Basically, well, does he come I'll, in with ideas or does he bring demos? He, he brings demos of like he'll have a good guitar track, yeah, basically like like start to finish. Um, and then maybe sometimes if like you know we need to like work something out, we'll we'll get together on like some riffs or something and just kind of like you know feel them out in the practice space and then he'll kind of go back and then uh incorporate that into his process. So, so he makes it super easy for me. In that, you know, he's like, he's just got a, he's got all his shit together and then, you know, hands it to me to, to kind of, you know, interpret it drum wise, basically, you know, to, to whatever way I want. Can um, you remember the first gig? Man, I don't remember the first gig. It was probably at this spot, uh, this spot called Second Street Jazz in Little Tokyo. Um, ah. That was like a. I remember there was a pad there called Blue Whale. Oh yeah, so this was a yeah, this was like like a, like before that. People, it's little. This is like a couple blocks. Yeah. <laughs> area. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a spot, Second Street Jazz, that like uh this this guy uh this you know this, this kind of like like older like Japanese uh jazz guy and his wife owned and his son also worked there and so they like they you know they basically let weirdo rock bands kind of come in there and do, do you know nights chinatown there was gigs in the late 70s at hong kong cafe uh, the, oh yeah and there was a chap pad to the atomic cafe people would go after the gigs and had a freak out uh, thing there once with joe <laughs> yeah okay i, I want to play some more Urt smog. You gotta tell me about Urt smog next. All right.
soon. And then, and then soon, soon, soon. This is the. I will see. Say, I hang much. Much. Oh, yeah. So, I just. Trum, trum, me, I was talking to 
it's gonna it's gonna unfortunately it's gonna unfortunately unfortunately it's gonna quite 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 well you can imagine why it's going to be juicy
Watch for Pedro Show. That chunk of music start off with some more Ertzmog, an excerpt from his Your Brother. And we had Al Margolis with Viv Corningham doing voice slash contact mic. Phil Venerable. Venable, I'm sorry, Phil. Paul West Duo out of uh, Chapel Hill. Cave Steve Process. Ray Shin after that from Reno. Black Box. And then Upsilon Acrux with remnants of the habitable epoch. Okay, Mark, please tell me about Ertzmog. Yeah. Because so, are so, they parallel projects or did one end and another one start? Uh, pa- parallel projects. Um, so so through Solar Wimp, uh, I met uh, Paul Lai from Upsilon Acrux and also met um, uh, Dylan Fujioka and, and Noah Guevara. You know what? I who, think those cats have been on the show. Yeah, I know. Paul, yeah, yeah. So well, you, you almost got the full Upsilon collection Yeah, here. I think I got Dylan and I got, yeah, Paul. You got you got Paul and then uh, and then Patrick Shiroishi. That's right. He was yeah. the last one on, the sax man. Yeah, Just yeah. Just doing a Europe tour. Small world. <laughs> yeah. But it's great. Yeah. I love it. I, I love the connects. The connects. Okay, yeah. so so tell me. Um so I met uh Paul and uh Dylan and Noah through like playing in, in Solar Wimp. Then then we started the you know, that newer version of Upsilon a Crux and then Patrick Shirishi joined that and then a kind of a couple years into doing that version of Upsilon, uh we started Ortsmog. So it was kind of the same band? Um, no, it's like it's it's different it's different people. I mean, so oh. so Ortsmog is just a duo. It's just me and Pat. Oh, okay. Um, so it's two of these two guys from that have played with each uh, Pat from uh, the Saxman, right? Yeah, sax, and then uh, in in Upsilon, he was playing the Fender Rhodes piano. That's right. That's right. That's what you told me. That's what you told me. I, man, I would love to play with uh, all these guys. Dylan was on twice. He's made some great albums. I think he oh, plays yeah. all the stuff himself. <laughs> yeah. These guys, young, great musicians, way into it. Uh, and so, uh, well, you kind of explained about the Upsilon Acrex, and I've played them before because Paul was on the show. Solar uh, Wimp was kind of the gateway to these cats. You didn't have to run any more Craigslist ads. No, no, uh, there's uh, just 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 the one. So yeah, it was it was the gateway because um, uh, Dylan Fujioka and and Noah they had a duo, the guitar and drums duo called Grand Pyre, uh, and and so they they kind of hooked up with Solar Wimp, and we were doing a lot of gigs together. Um, and we were doing yeah, we were doing a lot of shows at, at, at the second Second Street me, Jazz Spot. I think Patrick was telling me he's in Rosemead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So this is a, the, we used to make yeah. all these hell rides to Orange County to do music. Now he finally, yeah, got out. Got out. Uh, and, and and what about the drums? Have they evolved? The drum set. Um, I notice like, drummers don't like you, you. You see the guitar players, right? They buy ten, eleven guitars. You don't really see that with drum sets. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Yeah. It depends. I mean, you know, like. Did you still yeah, have that kit I, from back? Did you come up with, out with a kit, or did you get one here? 
Um, I did come out here with a kit. That one, that one, I let's see. Yeah, that that one, I didn't, I didn't have. I had it for a few years. Um, so yeah, if, I don't know. I, I, I switch it up. No, like you every, know, Steve Depacha and Flipper. That drum set he's played so when he played his first flipper king with. Yeah. Nitman played with him 40, 40, 42 years ago. It's the same drums he did paint it once. It was white, now it's black. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, uh, December 31st, 2022. Just Peter, so special guest, Mark Kimbrell. Hold tight for our feet! December 31st, 2022, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pete Rose Show.
Not for Pedro Show. We started off the third hour with Upsilon A Crux, or Nah Cult Men. Victoria Shen. I dropped her off at Patrick's Pad when I gave her a tour of Pedro a couple months ago. All right on. Whippersnapper episode. Yeah, this pretty wild uh, expression uh, from this musician. She's incredible. Yeah. Uh, Solar Wimp, Earth Indoors. No, not yet. <laughs> we'll play that next. We're going to talk a little bit. Because I want to get from you. So, so now there's three Upsilon A Crux songs. So we've had a couple Urt Smog songs. And then, yeah, Urt sounds like a horn noise. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Solar Wimp songs. So t- tell me, Mark, the, the the difference playing with all these uh, different projects. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're they definitely require like different mentalities. Uh, like, like with, with Ortsmog, I'm, it's probably the one that I actually like, you know, do the most actual writing for, yeah. um, you know, so, so Patrick and I kind of, we kind of share those duties pretty, pretty much down the middle. Um, and like working in a duo, it's the collaboration is just super direct um don't have to worry about chord changes yeah yeah it's just yeah so you can you can no it's, no, it's no a, i mean this was a big thing with john coltrane how his bands evolved he wanted to get away from all those chords yeah it started even with miles you know and that modal stuff so and, uh, and so what you you bring him patterns and, and I'm, I'm i'm curious your the patterns do you use like voice memo on the leash or do you do you um, make your own kind of drum demos yeah, so like you know, so like if I'm like you know somewhere where I'm not in a drum kit, yeah, I'll like yeah. record like a I'll like beatbox into the phone real quick, right? And then and then I'll try to like mouth, go, right? yeah. yeah, and then I'll try to like get on the kit and uh, you know just record like a you know an actual an actual little snippet, and then you know yeah, we you know we pretty much like every every time we're in the practice space for Ortsmog, we're just recording everything we're doing so that we can. Uh, Oh, you yeah. draw from that, so a lot of stuff comes out of jams. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes but you know. But you bring in stuff that he can trip on, and uh, yeah, have. yeah. Okay, now tell me about with Epsilon. Epsilon's Epsilon's real different, um, you know, in that you know we got two drummers, yeah. uh, two guitar players, and then the, then the Fender Rhodes. Uh, so it's a lot of uh, a lot of that starts. M- most of it starts with with guitar. Um, feeling it out, feeling out like two guitar patterns, then kind of two drum patterns. And it's a lot of refinement. Now, um, now, you know, there's a couple, I found there's two, two ways to do the two drummer thing. Like Jim Brown, he had the guys playing the fucking same thing. <laughs> then the other guys, like, you know, the Almond brothers, and, you know, they parted out. So you don't have, cause the flams, right. If you ain't fucking sock tight, it's, you're going to hear flam like a motherfucker. Yeah, it's a. Uh, if you go for same part, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I saw Jim Brown do it with three drummers oh, playing man. the same part, and they were they, they, it was it, it was sucked out, you know. Wow. But that's that's. So I'm wondering how do you guys do it in Epsilon? Um. So so the the approach is really sort of like almost like two two different. It's it's kind of two guitar and drum duos at the same time. Okay. Uh. So it's so it's usually like like me and Paul playing one part and then Dylan and Noah playing a different part and they kind of like interlock together, kind of jigsaw like, and then Patrick is usually 
kind of kind of floats around where or maybe he's in the middle kind of gluing it all together you know th- th- there was a in the old days of the movement there was a band uh, in Hollywood called the, the Screamers yeah and Paul Rossler the, the, he had two keyboard one synth and one played a Fender Rhodes through a fuzz tone oh wow so you listen to those and then KK the drummer man he played alongside a rhythm bus it was like live drums with the rhythm drum oh wow yeah, they were trippy. They they made recordings like, but no real records because they thought they only wanted to make videos. They were kind of futuristic. Okay, like, uh, like B- Bill Reefland was in that band, right? No, and with, well, I knew them. They had KK, Paul Rosler. Uh, the singer was Tomato Duplenty, and uh, the uh, other the synth uh, player was Tommy Gear. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they their first one was from uh, Seattle. They were called the Tupperwares, with, uh, just singers, uh, just Tommy Gear and uh, Tomato. And the backup band was actually the Mentors, <laughs> El Duce oh, wow. and stuff. <laughs> and, and Eldon Hoke or something was his you know, birth name. So he had double kick drum and he had that on each drum. I've seen pictures of these guys playing. I don't know if you know about Mentors, but they were a trip. I, I want to play uh, some more Solar Whip. We're going to loop back around the because I got to ask you how it is playing with them. Thank you. 
Goudreau show last music for this edition for 2022 uh, the chunk started off final chunk solar wimp with earth indoors song guild of hope people then we had a shiver shiverboard from their live cassette thing this was September 24th 2022 live at the house of Yarga in Philadelphia Julie Schooley that's a title and finally, Ert Smog with Every Motherfucker is Your Brother. Now, in likeness to, you know, this uh, other dimension you're doing drums with, the Solar Wimp. Uh, so, so, yeah, Solar Wimp is, um, that that one's, you know, it's, that was probably the most like, like we're a rock band kind of thing where it's, you know, guitar, bass, drums, trio. Um so Jeremy's kind of the engine behind uh, behind writing stuff, um, and then really like he pretty much le- leaves me to my own devices in terms of like uh, you know just coming up with the uh, drum parts and changes that that just that just work for the song. Um, but, but it's composed more than as much uh, jamming and improvise. Um, yeah, it's 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 at this point, yeah, yeah, it's pretty it's it's pretty tightly composed. Yeah, and and plans. Plans. I mean, um, let me ask you. Uh, first off, is there a Mark Kimbrell uh, website? Um, no, nah, not 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 as such. Uh, okay. And so, what, what do you have? You want to get one because it's like having your own fanzine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's where they know where to go to hire you and stuff. It's uh, like your own Craigslist thing, but. Uh, there you go. Yeah, do, do you have plans? Uh, did you, uh, did you, music you didn't give me for the show. Are you, you involved yeah. in right now? Yeah. So we got a we got a new Solar Wimp record that we're that we're wrapping up uh, right now. So that'll be uh, that'll be finished out out in the world sometime in 2023. Um, the next Ort Smog record, we're pretty much done done writing that. So we're gonna try to get that recorded in 2023 um and then for upsilana crux uh paul just moved back from taiwan a few months ago okay so we're, yeah, he told uh, me we're he was starting go that there. engine back up again so, but there's no other uh, no other music uh, you're involved that because sometimes you ain't recorded it yet so you couldn't have ga- given it to me um but, but you got three big things it's probably hard uh big enough to juggle right yeah, yeah, yeah. So these 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 are all the projects. Um, so those well, are, well, these uh, are you, these yeah. albums that are going to be birthed soon. When they come out, why don't you bring the guys on? You know, you can do the conference call shit on the Skype, and we can spiel and play all the music, and talk about it. Yeah, for sure, it'd be okay. great. That'd be happening. You know, and 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 finally, any advice? Like like you said, you came across the country to give it a shot. I mean, the the only secret is just not to quit. Oh, it's a secret, huh? I just thought it was advice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, it's secret advice, people. I mean, just don't, don't I, quit. I, but we're not. We, we kind of ruined the secret because <laughs> we told everybody. 
It's, it's out there now. No, you know what? Sometimes it's that simple, right? If you keep it simple, you can probably stay the course. If you try to get all these layers and, and schemes going, maybe that's where things get fucked up more, or it's easier. But if you just keep it simple, like you said, don't quit. Yeah, because there's all you know. There's always there's you know there's always a road ahead. So there's Marshall yeah. Allen torn still in his nineties. <laughs> From Sunrise Band, I mean, yes, yeah, there are oh, yeah. inspirations yeah, out man. there. We love it, love it, love it. Yeah, and Alvin Alvin was playing with the oxygen takes on it. That's right. Yeah, that's the thing, man. You know, like I want to be I want to be behind the drum kit until I can't. You know, <laughs> until I fall that's, off. That's of great it. advice. That's great advice. And thanks. Can't wait to have you back on, Mark. Thanks so much. Keep on keeping on, people. It's been the last day of 2022, December 31st edition of the Watford Peter Show. Please keep your powder dry.